Welcome to That's Good Sports. I am Brandon. The Broncos have won three games, which means Adam Rank will be joining us today to apologize finally, Perna. Not only did the Broncos beat a bad Browns team, but the Patriots were embarrassed by the Ravens on Sunday night. That is too much good happening in the world. I feel like I am about to pay dearly for all of the joy I am currently experiencing. Today, I'll review the Broncos Browns. Uh, For Broncos fans, Brandon Allen is the big story. On the national stage, though, it's the bizarre release of Browns linebacker Jermaine Whitehead after he went on a Twitter rampage because of the loss and Baker Mayfield's shaving habits. There's a lot to break down, plus I have to be modest today and allow Adam Rank to give me the apology I deserve for his 2-14 Broncos prediction before the season started. It only took them nine weeks to get three wins, Adam. It only took them nine weeks. Let's get sports. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good. Support for Blue Wire comes from Manscaped, who is number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past, because Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary skin-safe technology, so this trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. And don't use the same trimmer on your face as you're using on your balls. That's just nasty. Manscaped also has the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant, and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code BLUEWIRE at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Again, get 20% off and free shipping with the code BLUEWIRE at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code Blue Wire. Now, before I bring on Adam, I do have to discuss Browns linebacker Jermaine Whitehead. He played with a broken wrist and uh, apparently finished the game with zero tackles, which obviously brought out the Twitter trolls. Whitehead may have been okay if he just didn't call every person who criticized him <laughs> a fuck ass cracker. <laughs> I'm out here with a broke hand. Don't get smoked, fuck-ass cracker, he said. But smoked cheese and crackers are the best, Jermaine. And he said that to Dustin Fox, an analyst for the Browns radio who used to play in the NFL. That would be like if Alexander Johnson said to Tyler Columbus, don't get smoked, fuck-ass cracker. Here's my only gripe, because I obviously think fuck-ass cracker is the funniest thing I've ever heard. Jermaine, if you blame bad tackling on a broken wrist, you can't use the same excuse for bad tweeting. The rate in which you are tweeting very dumb things is extremely impressive with two healthy hands. Don't know how you did it with a broken wrist, but I am impressed. Okay, without further ado, let's bring in Adam Rank for the apology. All right, as, as promised, I have uh, video phoned Adam Rankin here, and I wanted to start, Adam, just by asking you a question. Sure. Like, like a, a, a professional journalist. Yes, sir. Um, how does it feel? How does what feel? How does it feel to be so wrong? Second question, like a pro, how does it taste? Doesn't taste great. It's like 
Gas station sushi. Yeah. But does it taste like humble pie like Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady are having to eat? Does it taste like humble pie, Adam? I like being in that company, so yes, it's very humbling. Wait, now I'm offended that you would put me in the same class as Aaron Rodgers. Tom Brady, sure, I'll take that one. But Aaron Rodgers, how dare you? Seriously, though, I did want to allow you the opportunity to uh, just apologize to me very quickly here. Yes, Brandon, I I did doubt you. I thought that you were a little too full of yourself and like, oh, look at this guy coming in on the internet thinking he knows more than me, the great Adam Rank. That is not even possible. But here we are. It's not even it's not even week ten and I'm already mistaken. And I listen, I owe you, all of your great fans. The Denver Broncos organization. I owe John Elway an apology. I One of the best football moments of my life was being at Qualcomm Stadium for Super Bowl 32. Now, I have not witnessed the Bears win a Super Bowl yet, but watching the Packers lose one, I've got to imagine that feeling is pretty amazing. So I wish I would have thought of that before I besmirched you and disrespected you the way that I did. And I hope that at some point, I know it can't happen now, and I know it's gonna take some time, but I hope at some point we can be friends. And I think color coordinating, as we've done today, is a step in the right direction. Very, very planned on our part. Uh, <laughs> I think we have we have moved into the, the realm of friendship. How many first round draft picks would you give for Brandon Allen right now? I think all of them. I think for the next five years. And it, it's funny watching the Broncos and and it it is the Spider-Man pointing meme, like, oh my gosh, we're both we're both the same where you have two stellar defenses. Right. And I, I Listen, even without Bradley Chubb, I think the Broncos' defense is very good. But at some point, man, what must it be like to be a defender on either the Broncos or the Bears? You're like, God damn it. We got to go out another three and out. We got to go out there again oh, and try man. to deal with this and try to save the day. And I, I mean, Fangio's got to be beside himself. Like, I just left this stuff in Chicago. Now I got to go deal with it here in Denver, and it, it's frustrating. But I am happy that that Allen was able to rise up. I will tell you too that I was on NFL Fantasy Live on Friday, and I said, you know what? I don't believe the hype of people saying that they're picking up the Browns' defense. I go, I guarantee you that Allen has a good game because we've seen it a lot this season from guys like Gardner Minshew who've come in there and done well, and I was excited to see him. Anytime you see a young guy like that get his opportunity and make the most of it, you got to enjoy it. Even if it meant that it was, I was going to have to come apologize. I did want that for you. <laughs> yeah, no, it's been a weird year for backup quarterbacks coming in and getting wins. Uh, I think I saw a stat there, 24 QB wins for guys who didn't start week one, which I was just like, that's, that's kind of crazy. What's your channel again? Just plug it right now. Adam Rank NFL. We're it's it's very you know we're we're getting there. We're doing a lot of it's a lot of fantasy football right now and a lot of bear stuff. So hopefully it'll continue to pick up and start to gain some steam. One last question, if you got the time. Sure. What's something about like working at the NFL Network that somebody like me wouldn't know or realize? In a lot of aspects, it is like a typical office job, and then at other times you're sitting there. My locker is next to LaDainian Tomlinson. Like I, 
And it just is mind blowing. Cause yeah, that's he, crazy, right? I, I have weird conversations with LaDainian Thomason about nonsense, nonsense. Like I, one time I came and I told LaDainian, I'm like, bro, I am the best parallel Parker in the universe. And he just, he was laughing and like, we were having an argument about it. And I'm like, <laughs> that's but we cool. haven't had that contest yet. He keeps threatening. He's like, I'm going to bring, he's like, I'm going to bring in my block shift or column shift or whatever he was talking about. He's a Texas kid. So of course he's got some weird pickup truck that he used to drive. And I'm like, okay, that's, now you're being ridiculous, Ladanian. Like I'm admonishing him. Listen, Ladanian, you're being ridiculous. And I know, uh, but that part of it obviously is super cool. And uh, yeah, that'd be a great segment. And just for that segment, you should buy a self parallel parking car just to win it. <laughs> Bring a Tesla and be like, all right, cool. All right, here you go. Cool. Well, thanks for coming in, Adam. Uh, I hope I'll be pulling for your bears to get Cam Newton this offseason. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And you should be pulling for us because the Raiders have our first round pick. So you don't want them getting a good pick. Oh, that, that's right. 20s. Talk about something that's starting to look like a decent move for Gruden. Damn it. No, let's not give him that one just yet. All right, we'll wait. All right, see you, Adam. We'll see you later. Please check out Adam's YouTube channel. He's been super cool to me ever since he made the worst prediction in human history. Now, Baker Mayfield decided it was time to look like Gardner Minshew and get back to his winning ways. Turns out he just looks and plays like an actual Gardner. And the only thing he's growing is manure, the official jersey color of the Cleveland Browns. Baker apparently shaved twice yesterday. He arrived to the game looking like this, played looking like this, and left looking like this. If the Broncos were better, I would say that's not the first opponent to walk out a mile high less of a man than when he arrived. The Baker facial memes were rampant today, but uh, I think the best one was from Stephen Miller with the John Candy reference from Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. It's spot on and timely, basically the opposite of 90% of my jokes. After watching the Broncos-Browns game though, I can tell you one thing, Joe Flacco got a new haircut and he looks very sharp again. That's a tight fade. His barber must be the best in Denver. When the barber asks, can you look down? Flacco's like, no, I can't. I fucked my neck up, barber. I cannot look down. You're gonna have to do it with the way that I am sitting right now. But with a win brought excitement to Broncos fans. How excited? Public indecency excited. I won't say what he's doing, but I think we all know. How did the Brandon Allen experiment go? Anytime you do a Brandon experiment, the results are probably going to surprise you and deliver beyond your wildest expectations. 193 yards, two touchdown passes, and zero picks with a QB rating over 100. Brandon's fucking deliver. Allen started the game with a three and out. I think that shows a lot of maturity and respect for recent Broncos offensive traditions. But every quarterback, good or bad, needs a little luck. And I'd say his first touchdown pass to Cortland Sutton was a little lucky. It's a tremendous catch by Sutton, covered like a Baker Mayfield face before the game, but I like that Allen trusted him to make that play. And it also gave us one of the best football photos I've seen this season. Denzel Ward's mouthpiece, coupled with his eyeball expression, is 
Getting your first start as an NFL quarterback is never easy. And for every good play you make, you do one of those, oh shit, am I running backwards in the pocket right now type plays? And, and Allen did as such. The biggest positive though, is that his mistakes weren't game changers. And he was the first quarterback this season for the Broncos to throw multiple touchdowns and zero picks. Another thing to be excited about though, is tight end Noah Fant, whose touchdown ruined all Broncos fans, Noah Nut November. Half of Denver had already declared Noah Fant a bust, and now half of Denver is busting because of him. It takes a real football noob to declare a guy a bust after just eight games. Then the team switches quarterbacks, and Fant has the most yards by a Broncos tight end since Julius Thomas had 120 against the Cowboys in 2013. And Fant did it all on three receptions. Like everything Broncos right now, patience is the key to keeping your sanity. Now the networks made a new bad QB carousel graphic. Aesthetically, I like this one a little more, but I do miss all of the Broncos quarterbacks riding horses with bodies like prison workout heroes. It's every week with these things though. Oh, have they started a lot of quarterbacks? Are they all tall? Is Philip Lindsay from Colorado and does he still live with his parents? I forgot. Thanks for reminding me. But I guess it's not as bad as Browns fans have it when they show the drive every single time Denver plays Cleveland. But still, I think Vic Fangio was the right choice for head coach. You know, we are three and six. Could we be better? Yes. Could we be worse? No. He just said three and six is the worst this team could be. I will fucking take that and run with it. The strides may be in inches, but it feels like the Broncos are working in the right direction. Obviously, Brandon Allen could kill that momentum, as could Drew Locke, but for the moment, things are all right. Now, on a day where Stefan Diggs was allowed to wear Popeye chicken cleats, uh, Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry were forced to change their cleats during the game. Rich Gannon said, You know, people don't think it's a big deal. I do. You know what I mean? I just... But there's rules for a reason. Rules are also meant to be broken, Rich. So which is it? Rich Gannon was the kid who always tattled or ratted everyone out when the parents put the heat on. Probably why he lost the Super Bowl. Too scared to cheat like the Patriots. If Popeye's chicken can pay Stefan Diggs to endorse their business with cleats, why can't Odell Beckham wear clown shoes to endorse Antonio Brown? Roasted! Now with the Broncos victory comes a big dick player award and it's going to Brandon Allen. Philip Lindsay was a close contender. He had a few big runs in this game, a wildcat conversion. He averaged 10 yards a carry and finished with just under 100 on the day. It should be noted too that Justin Hollins notched his first sack. Uh, shit on John Elway all you want, but he's never missed on a pass rusher, all right? Baker was dropped twice on the day, with the other coming from Derek Wolf, also on a hot streak. Justin Simmons is adding dollars to his next contract every single game, and even the officials, outside of that weird Mike Purcell penalty that we never got to see for a second time, appeared to give the Browns the shit end of the stick. Which... Very confusing to give to the Browns because the stick and the shit are... But it has to be Brandon Allen getting the award. For whatever reason, big plays were happening. Cortland Sutton and Noah Fant plus Lindsey breaking big plays that went the distance. 
Not all Allen, you know, by any means, but I feel like the defense had to respect the run and the pass, which opened up plays that Scangarello has been trying to get to work with Flacco. And if I'm being perfectly honest, I was gonna give Brandon Allen the Big Dick Player Award for this one play where he ran. Yes, a Broncos quarterback sprints for a first down. Brandon Allen is the fastest Broncos quarterback since... All right, well, he's just the fastest Broncos quarterback. He nearly lost the award, though, for not catching his own pass. All the great quarterbacks, specifically Jake Plummer, catch their own passes, Brandon. But one game, one Big Dick Player Award, that's the kind of thing Allen can proudly take home and show his mom. Again, John Elway been under a lot of criticism lately, but respect the fact that he ordered the goalposts to be covered in camouflage so the Browns didn't know where the back of the end zone was. That alone caused an out-of-bounds catch, and Cleveland had to settle for one of their four field goals on the day. Now everyone is criticizing Baker Mayfield for not throwing the ball to Odell Beckham Jr. at the end of the game while he was streaking down the sideline. The blame, though, should go to Freddie Kitchens for electing to go for it on fourth down twice in this game in field goal range, one without Nick Chubb even on the field, neither of which the Browns converted, and they lost this game by five points. Had Kitchens followed the curse of the Broncos this season, he would have just taken those points. Down five, he would have taken two field goals and beat the Broncos by one point in the final seconds of this game with his kicker, who has been perfect in 2019. Freddie, you gotta know how the curses work. You and the Broncos were trying to exercise your cursed demons, and you failed. You are still cursed. The Broncos are not. Thanks for watching another episode of That's Good Sports. Big shout out to Adam Rank for joining me today and apologizing like a man. Again, he's on YouTube as well. Check out his channel. There's a link in the description. Uh, I'm on Twitter, Instagram, at Brandon Perna. If you do want to follow me there. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good.